Hi, I'm Richard Kind, and you're listening to the CVH Podcast. We're certainly not going to spank them, would you say? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Friday, June nineteenth. Welcome to the CBH podcast. Uh, I'm on a I'm on a crazy fast lane tour of life right now, and um, it's nuts. I don't know who made the schedule, but I'm gonna have to speak with them. <laughs> uh, commuting between. Uh, Vienna and Munich sounds in theory like it should just be no problem that you just you know hop on a plane and you're there in an hour and and boom 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 but uh, the weather (laughs) in late January doesn't play nice and um, Deutsche Bahn trains goofed me up once I got there blah 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 nobody cares The, the worst most boring story you can ever hear is somebody else's shitty travel day like we've all had shitty travel days and so I'm not gonna bore you with mine because that's I would bore myself just saying it but needless to say uh, this back and forth while singing a title character in Vienna has not been great, uh, and so I didn't I didn't go um, this last uh, opportunity to be there for two days, and so um, it's too bad. Uh, it would be good if I was in Munich for for rehearsal, but um, we're going to catch up as soon as we get there. Hey, the show opens in five days, one way or the other. I have the video. I have the video, and the and the AD putting the show up over there was just so efficient and getting it done so quickly, and and. Um, he showed me everything in two days, which was probably a mistake because <laughs> I felt okay. Um, I felt I felt pretty good about what was happening, and then I and then I just was way too tired to to make that turnaround after another performance. And anyway, the dawn felt great in Vienna, really great, and we made our show. We certainly made our version of it. Um, you know, I think at first I made the mistake of trying. Uh, trying to be, uh, or not not trying to be, but allowing myself to sort of be put into something that was already made. Instead of bringing my own, um, not version, version's the wrong word, but my own my own um, personality to it. And my dawn is going to be different than somebody else's. And, and, we, and we all need to try and get towards what the director wanted, of course. Um, but at the same time, you've hired me, that's a certain thing. And so if I'm going to put my square peg into a, into a round hole... <laughs> Sorry, she did. Uh, it's not going to work. Uh, you know, um, you know that first night they they took the grays right out of my beard and took the grays out of my temples, and I thought, and I'm looking at myself, and it's like this sad attempt to look ten years younger or fifteen years younger. I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and it just it didn't work. It didn't. It's not who I am now. It would have made sense then. You know, in operas, we have to we have to suspend disbelief and all these things and and there was plenty of times where I played 90 year olds when I was 15 and all that but when it comes to the title character when it comes to Don Giovanni and 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 the version that's going to work for me physically the one that works for me the way I look the way I feel my confidence level it's gonna it's just gonna have to be the best when I just play myself and that's fine for Don Giovanni we're watching Don at at his end which would easily be a guy in his mid-40s that makes sense somebody who went on some crazy womanizing tear in his younger years would would probably be slowing down right about now and and so it makes more sense that i just play myself and so for the second performance i said don't put any of that shit in my hair just let me be me let me let me be 45 year old don giovanni um and and of course they had no problem you know the the the, the mosque people here are so wonderful and just like yeah of course whatever you need you know they thought they were doing me a favor by making me look younger they really weren't um 
They really weren't. So for the second show, I would say my confidence level was through the, through the roof. And now probably because it was the second performance, we got the first one out of the way. But um, uh, there, was a, there was an element there of control that I had that could only come from, from 25 years of singing. You know, like the, my, my, I, I saw the, the guy in the mirror before I went to the stage was somebody that I trusted to do this correctly and not trying to pretend to be some younger version. And um, I, th- I think it was way better. I think it was way better. And, and it makes me feel bad for the people that are so desperate to look a different age. And, you know, ladies and their, and their hair in this business, I'm not talking about them. That's a totally different thing, you know, completely different thing. Uh, I'm talking about the guys. I'm talking about the men who feel like they need to dye their hair and, and stay youthful-ish because it, it's not, it's just not who you are. And I think you're going to be so much better if you just are who you are. Um, there are ways to look younger without putting the masks on. Um, I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I love my current age. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm, um, I'm at the peak of, of whatever life is. I feel like this is <laughs> currently, um, the, the right thing for me. It feels the best. I, I'm, I'm, I'm me, right? I think that makes sense. And so I think that's, that's how I have to approach every role. And if it's Escamillo, I don't think we need to go to great lengths to make him some kid. You know, it, it depends on the production. You know, there's not too many matadors my age or size, but <laughs> isn't the confidence of Escamillo where, where it really shines? Isn't it the confidence in his voice where it really shines? If you don't quite look right, I think that goes out the window when you are wearing the confidence on your face, when you're wearing it in your voice and not trying to be something that, that you're not. And uh, I would say that from the first to the second performance was a marked difference, at least for me. You know, they both seem to go okay, but um, the second one I, I felt especially satisfied with that I had done my show um, and learned a good lesson. Uh, you know, we were putting this together so quickly, and I've only done Don Giovanni once. I don't know a lot about him. I, you know, I, I try to understand it, and it's it's not that I can't put myself in the position of, of this type of person, but, um, you know... It, it, bordering on sociopath it's weird but, but but I can I can relate to to needing confidence to do what you do uh, you know, we need a lot of confidence to do what we do so I understand that part of him and and so you know walking into a production that only had a you know a week and a half of rehearsal really when you count the number of days uh, you just have to lure, sort of listen and, and go where you're told but somewhere in there I found that I was allowing myself to be pushed into the hole of my uh, whoever did this before me and and that's their show not my show and and I didn't like that I felt there was there wasn't a, a big enough contrast between Leporello and Don Giovanni and it felt too much like two frat boys trying to get laid and um I really the, you know I just I think the characters are a little more are a little more complex than that in my humblest of opinions and and so I I felt the need to to be a bit more elegant, a bit more stoic, slow down, let Leporello do the cartwheeling, and I'll stay still. Uh, still, and um, I think I think that um, that made a better performance for me. I don't know if the director would have loved me, <laughs> but maybe if I had created it, he would have. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Perhaps I, I don't know uh, Barry Kosky. I do respect a lot of his work. Um, I, I would imagine that he'd want the singer to to bring their version of it. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'll meet him one day and he'll hate me. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you this, the people were on their feet and they loved it. So to that end, um, uh, I think we did our job. And that's really all it comes down to. And somebody asked me if I was nervous the other night. 
um, you know, you're singing your debut at the Vienna Staatsoper is Mozart and it's Don Giovanni, and you're singing the title character. It's a big deal. Like, I'm not going to pretend it's not a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, and, and somebody asked me if I was nervous, and I said, no, our job tonight is to tell the story and have fun doing it. And, um, and that's really what we're doing. We're genuinely, genuinely having a good time uh, telling this story. And the, the feedback from the audience throughout the whole show is really, really good. And we, this show is well designed in that we're stepping on applause constantly. We're just sort of like plowing through it. You know, it's too often in Mozart and Handel where just you, you hit the brakes at the end of a big aria. And now it's like time to applaud. Okay, now let's start back up. And it, there's like a lull, the, 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 the adrenaline, the, the excitement, the, the rhythm of the whole thing just like hits the brakes. And, and I, I can't stand it. So I love when we have a production where we just plow right through the applause, go right into the next thing and keep building, keep building. And, and this show does that very well. And so I think in the end, the audience saves, saves their applause to the way end. Uh, and we felt very appreciated. I, I honestly, I wish we were doing 10 more. Um, that would be in my head j- just to like keep developing this, keep finding new layers and, and adding to it. And, you know, surely there was a moment where I thought, ah, I think this will be my last Don Giovanni. I don't quite get it. You know, I, 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 we did it in Paris. It went fine. I didn't love that production either. I, I thought he was too passive and not, I don't know. I, I just think everybody should want him on stage, men and women but alike. It doesn't have to be sexual energy. It just has to be like the energy of attractiveness and, and, um, and I think the Don needs to smell everyone, male or female, as, as a potential something to take from them, something to get. It's not all, it's not all getting laid. It's all just, it, it's, it's a consumption. He consumes everything around him. He's just constantly like smelling and tasting and breathing it all in. And, I, and I, that's the energy I want to feel from him. And you can do that at any age. It's not, I, I really don't think it's like horny teenager or, or frat boy trying to get laid, you know, this, it's like, um, I think it's different. I think it's just consumes everything about around him. He's kind of like a good looking Falstaff, you know, just like everything's for the taking, everything's for the eating and tasting. And, and that's the energy I, I want to give. And so I, I think I'd like another shot at it. I'm not going to quit him just yet. It's not a great vocal night, but the act two finale is worth it. Makes it all worth it for me. Uh, that's when I'm, that's when I can just sort of lean in and I'm, and let it all out and just, and just enjoy the drama of the end. Um, and the terror that, that comes over him as his, his realization that it's over. It's really over whether he dies or not. This is all esoteric. This, this is for somebody else to decide. It doesn't matter to me, but it's the, it's the end of whatever he was. And that terrifies a man like that who, who up until this point could consume everything around him and want everything around him and, and enjoy everything around him. And now that's all over. Um, that would, that would, that's death. And, um, and so I think that that's a, that's the, that's the way I like to play it. Take notes, everybody. What's the note? The note is (laughs) do your own damn thing. (laughs) Oh, after this many years, I have to just trust that my instincts are good. Or they're good for me, um, and and you know I'm not I'm not I'm not not malleable. I'll, I'll try anything. I want to meet everyone halfway. This is a collaboration we're trying to create together, uh, and 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 it can't be all one way or the highway from me from my side either. And I've witnessed it. I've witnessed singers who put their foot down and say it's this or it's nothing, you know, and they're famous enough to get away with it. But uh, that's not me. I wanna I want to meet halfway. If I have an idea and you have an idea and we're on the opposite side, let's try the middle. Let's go for the middle, right? That's what the world needs to do. Just meet in the middle, guys. 
everything's too extreme. I, I can't look at um, I can't look at TV in American politics. I just I, I can't I <laughs> I can't do it. I don't want to see or hear any of those people. I can't stand any of them. And and uh, it's just it's just everybody who if they're talking they're lying and <laughs> and and the egos present are just I mean nothing short of <laughs> remarkable. And uh, and so you know everybody speaks in these humongous extreme. It's all this or it's all this. And if you're not with me, you're my mortal fucking enemy. And and um, it just can't be the way. It can't be the way. Maybe maybe when you reach middle age, you realize the middle is where it's at. <laughs> when you're young, you're extreme. When you're old, you're extreme. <laughs> and when you're in the middle, you're in the middle. Uh, I'm going to try and remember this. I couldn't have known when I was a kid that the middle was the place to be. But as an old man, hopefully I'll remember. The middle is where it's at. The, the middle is where we get stuff done. Where change can happen, but but reasonably and with, without violence, without rhetoric, without extreme speaking. And it's true not not just of politics. It's true of life. It's true of of the choices and the and the dealings that we make in this world, and and the and the things that we need to do. And how much of my early years were spent in this fury of of extremity? I I, I was I was so singularly focused on obtaining something. And I think it was the only way. I think it's why it worked. But um, there was probably a balance at the time that could have also been. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe not. I, I can't say that now because what I did worked. But, um, you know, there was a lot of fun that I skipped out on because I was just so focused on on doing the thing that I wanted to do. And um, look, it worked. So... <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe it is the only way but but um where i am now the the balance seems to be what's better for me uh certainly what's better for my family and for my brain and for everything else um um i think my my major focus right now in my career is is uh manageable growth uh manageable success how do i maintain my level without being uh, overstretched and and um you know this bouncing between cities, doing doing two productions while I still got the third production of Hoffman still in my memory, and I've got the Don Quixote score on my desk that I haven't even touched because of all these other things that are going on. Uh, you know, you're just like, all right, burning the candle at both ends was fine when I was 25. I'm not sure. I'm not sure it makes sense now, and so I'm I'm um, I'm breathing slower. <laughs> I have a cardiologist. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta maintain, you know. You wanna, you wanna like make sure everything's running well. Um, keep the engine running. You can't run a, you can't run a Ferrari in the red all the time. You gotta, you gotta back that thing down. <laughs> keep it in the garage, nice. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, I got another performance tomorrow of Don Giovanni, and um, that'll be it. I'm definitely coming back here. I've got a couple things, maybe more than a couple. Find out soon. Um, but I like it. I like this audience. It's a tourist audience for sure. It's a tourist audience. I mean, there's there's obviously uh, a, a Viennese public that consumes opera constantly, but a large portion of the tickets I think are are uh, travelers. And so uh, there's a there's almost a bigger responsibility um, to to give them the most authentic experience. You need you need this to be great. This has to be great. If we're only getting people for the first time, or maybe even the only time. Um, it has to be great. So there's a pressure there uh, that I'm enjoying. I like it. I like this company. 
They've got the right. Um, they've got the right people running it. They've got the right teams running it. We, we put this thing up quick. It was not easy to put this thing up quick and we did it. And, um, it's, it's a testament to the, to the work ethic of the house, which I've really appreciated and they seem to appreciate me. Um, yeah, moving on to Munich, a couple of Lucia's. That's, (laughs) it's kind of a shit show too. The soprano canceled. So we're, we're putting up a new soprano and, and, um, she's new to the role and, um, I've been traveling. The baritone's been traveling. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're going to we're going to perform the the Munich miracle which I have seen happen many times before and the Munich miracle is um whatever amount of time that you have to rehearse is the exact correct amount of time uh, I never hit that stage without feeling completely confident in our ability to put on a great show and that audience just loves it I can't wait to sing for the Munich audience again and then my ass is going home yep well that's not true god damn it few days in London so I can stay within my Schengen uh, rules and then one concert of Don Giovanni in Paris. But then I'm going home. The first week of February, I'm going home. And I've got, uh, I've got a good number of weeks to, to, uh, to recharge and, and balance that out a little bit. Uh, before Don Quixote begins. Blah, blah, blah. Had to get it out. I love you for listening, but you knew that. January 19th, 2024. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. All right, bye. Yeah.